Hey, I'm Samantha. Hey, I'm Adam. And we're a millennial couple navigating life, love, and everything in between. One One smoke smoke sesh at a time. time. We promote cannabis medicine for folks 21 and older, and we recognize the privilege we carry to be able to promote our personal use in this way. We stand for the legalization of recreational use and for the freedom and exoneration of every human in jail for weed. We're rolling. Hi, buddy. Hello, my sweetest of loves. The sweetest of the sweetest. The sweetest nectar of all the loves. (laughs) What's up, buddy? Oh, you know, life is bananas. <laughs> B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's how nice. you spell bananas. <laughs> that's, you did that right. Yes, you could thank um, Gwen Stefani for my accurate spelling of that word. Oh, yeah, she had the song. Yeah. That's what you were singing. That's what I was singing. Yep. But yeah, helping people spell <laughs> all over the world. <laughs> uh, how was your day? My day was fine. That was a big deep breath. That was a big deep breath. Because I think there's many different ways I could describe my day. But I'm choosing to say my day was fine. Anything exciting happen? Yeah, you know, I uh, had the day off from work on a Monday, which was nice. That doesn't happen often. I got to sleep in, which is great. That doesn't get to happen often. And then I got to take a free training. Oh, yeah, yeah. How did that go? Yeah, I got to take a free training that um, a business coach that I follow, you know, that I've been really interested in hearing about their offers and and their work um they are married to another business coach and they both did this free training this 90 minute training on um human first trauma-informed like sales and marketing that's crazy yeah so power couple yeah, no, they're great. Um, Sarah, Sarah and Rachel Turner. Yeah. Yeah. And you know which one from Instagram? Both of them. Oh. Um, so that was great. Very informative. Um, it felt really nice because a lot of what they talked about are things that I just like intuitively do. And just from my, you know, trauma awareness... Um, in general, have been able to like apply a lot of what they talked about, which made me feel really great because that's, you know, something that I um, really care about in my business. And I did that, and then I painted. I painted today. I made a painting. Yes, you did. That was pretty cool. I'm really, you know what? I'm really proud of that. It was, I yeah, I thought it was really cool. I have always said that, I'm a really shitty, like, visual artist. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I can say I'm an artist when it comes to being, like, a writer and, you know, a creative human. 
a dancer, you know, like all that stuff. But I've always sort of been like, oh my God, but I'm like a really awful visual artist. But I say that too. Yeah. But I think, uh, abstract art might be my wheelhouse. Yeah. I mean, it's funny. I like to do a lot of that too. Mm. But I never like think anything of it. I'm like, oh, I'm just drawing a little whatever. Right, but you know what my process was today? It was really fun because I just went into it just saying like, I'm just going to create. I'm going to use different mediums and I'm just going to put my whole body and soul into it. You know what I mean? Totally. Um, And I ended up like, <clears throat> I was using, I was working with a canvas and I was using oil pastels and paint and I was taking like I took the end of my incense stick and was like sticking it in paint and using that to paint and then I was I took a tack and I like put some paint on that and was using that to paint and was like you know doing all this started to put my hands into it and I started to just make it like a really sensual, <laughs> no, seriously, a really sensual no, experience. I just, uh, yeah, sorry about that. A sensual experience, but yeah. meaning like very tuned into my senses and being very aware of, you know, just my body and breath interacting with the, um, with the process and it was really really fun and then i created something that i think actually looks really cool yeah i thought it was really cool because yeah. i thanks i've always enjoyed abstract art and like mm. what's great about it is um kind of you know it, there's nothing to like you know with like regular art you know, there's a, there's some object, something to like, you know, hold on to. Mm. But when, and that's why I think a lot of people struggle uh, to to. I mean, sometimes understand it, mm -hmm. uh, or really enjoy it. And I think part of that is uh, they're trying to see some kind of thing they can relate to. But with abstract art, you kind of have to, you know, let go of your your preconceived ideas about anything, you know, and just see it for what it is, you know, instead of, you know, people say, oh, I can see a face, mm. you know what I mean? And maybe you can, and that's totally legit, but like, you know, think of like, I always think of Jackson Pollock. You can't really, you know, say any of his paintings like look like a shape that you would recognize. It's just a, uh, it's like stream of consciousness. That's how he painted. That's how I painted today. Yeah, I was about to ask you, like, do you feel like, I always feel like in those moments, like I'm not really thinking. Yeah, I wasn't thinking at all. I was just literally letting my body create. Isn't that interesting? Like, what do you think happens 
to your mind when when you are in the midst of creating something and, and you're not thinking like isn't that uh, interesting that you don't necessarily have to think to create things you know well actually what my experience was was that my mind was trying to find meaning and uh, find things to grasp onto you know? Oh, interesting. But I was able to sort of like witness that and be like, doesn't have to have any of that. And it could have all of that. And it could be both. <laughs> I was just thinking about mm. how crazy this is that we're doing this right now. What, that we're sitting in our um, <laughs> yeah. closet talking to each other? Trip, like when you really think about it. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. Happy to be here. Um, okay, but can I finish my thought? Did I interrupt you? No, no, no. I'm just I want to come back to the original point of why I was talking about this. I want to make sure I do. Yeah, go ahead. So you asked this all started because you asked me how my day was. Oh yes. And so I just listed a lot of cool things I did today. And I would say that my day was also filled with existential dread mm. uh, and like a lot of pain <laughs> both like physical and emotional and spiritual <laughs> so it's all not always t- easy to talk about unless you're me and then you tell everyone on the internet everything about your life all the time that's true <laughs> you do do that I do do that do do I did say do do twice. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> yes. You know, I know that uh, we've been talking about. I know that dread well, and struggle with it myself, uh, or I have often. Um, and I, you know, I think a lot of it. Uh, you know, I can remember feeling like I didn't know who I was. Like I didn't have a, I, you know, I just didn't feel like I uh, belonged in a lot of ways. You know what I mean? And like everything always seemed to go against me. But I think. I've had some insight in the past, you know, I don't know, a few weeks into, you know, just watching you go through it and like Mm. being like, wow, Um, I, you know, you're saying stuff and I'm like, I used to feel the same way or I have felt that same way. And, you know, I feel like I've done a lot of work trying to like navigate through all those kind of like feelings of like you know this is crazy we're like on a tiny speck of dust flying around in the middle of space (laughs) if you really think about it right so that can be a drag sometimes when you really think about it but at the same time it's pretty that to me feels more freeing than anything else. Well, I was just going to say, yeah, at the same time, it's like, isn't that remarkable that 
we're sitting here. That's the part that keeps me going. It's like the minute details of the day-to-day that make me feel that dread. Yeah. But I think what happens there is that um, you get stuck in either future or past. Because, mm. you know, either you're wishing that things had gone differently and you're dwelling on that. Or you're like, you know, for me, I feel sometimes I feel hopeless about the future. Like, I feel like it's never going to get better. Mm. Um, so I think, for me, uh, the key there is is to ground yourself more in the moment. I know it can sound cliche, but just, like, doing that exercise I was telling you about that I heard from, you know, Thich Nhat Hanh, who passed away recently. recently yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's just simple, you know, when you breathe in, you just acknowledge that you're breathing in, and when you breathe out, you acknowledge that you're breathing out. You don't even have to say that much, you could say in, you know, when you're breathing in and out when you're breathing out. And it doesn't really matter how you do it, it's just about taking your attention away from all those thoughts that that make you feel like you're stuck in that loop, you know, yeah. of like, you know, the existential dread loop. Coming back to the present moment. Yeah, I mean, it's funny how, like I said, I mean, a lot of people talk about it, you know, be in the moment, stay in the moment. But, you know, it actually takes sometimes... Just a pr- it takes practice sometimes because it's. I think our attention spans are so easily distracted. So, you know, I feel like that's kind of what meditation is: is like bringing your focus back to the, the present moment. You know, realizing that that's all there is. You know, and that we get in our head about future and past, but those are all just thoughts you know it's good to plan for the future and it's good to learn from the past but your life is always happening now boom yeah so i find isn't it sorry no keep going no 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 no, i find that the you know when i'm not feeling well you know in my head or feeling depressed Sometimes you just feel depressed and that's the way it is. But, you know, I know for myself, there's a lot, you know, a lot of times I'm um, just dwelling on something or just stuck in that loop, you know. Sometimes it's out of your control and you just have to do your best to, you know, have compassion for yourself. Mm. But I think, you know, I've struggled with, you know, I've struggled with really severe depression and, and, you know, doing the things that I didn't want to do seemed to make me feel better a lot of the time, like going for a walk or like painting or like just finding joy in, in anything because, you know, depression can 
make you feel like you cannot feel joy in anything. Mm. So I think the more that you can do that, the painting thing, that's awesome because you're, like, think about it. You were just saying you weren't really thinking. You were so in the moment. Yeah. You know, and all those things that you were worried about before disappeared. That was a great part of my day. And then, you know, I have these pockets of moments of awareness and joy and pleasure and being in my body. And then I just feel this heavy weight that just like brings me back into the hole. You know, it's like I always find my way back here. And there's so many reasons why that is, you know, and I think that I have to name, like, that it's not always my fault, you know. I'm dealing with a lot of baggage and, like, trauma and disorders that bring me down there. But I also have to... um You know, I have to remember that I'm also responsible for making sure I don't stay down there forever. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think that's a profound statement. (laughs) because yeah I mean it can feel like you're the victim and I know that feeling well and I've played that card uh, well and like when you're in that state like you're hurting you know so um, but it's profound to say that you know what you said um because, you know, I've, I've felt the same way where it's like, you know, I can continue to just let this run my life or I can decide to do keep doing the things that I want to do and, and then the joy will appear. Right. It's so hard when you have to reconcile with the fact that there's, like, the stuff that you thought you would have to do versus the stuff like you actually have to do you know what I mean and what also what I mean by that is like for me so much of um my healing lately has actually been in me saying like no you need to actually stop and rest like, no, you need to actually, like, not have your expectations of, like, perfection be so high and, like, be okay with feeling shitty about, you know, where you're at, you know, or whatever. It's like I'm in a season where I'm learning to... I'm learning to apply 
um, what am I trying to say? I'm just in a season of surrendering and not trying to be so in control of trying to make things work the way that I think they need to work and heal the way I feel like I'm supposed to heal and just literally saying like this is what feels good to me in this moment this is what I feel like I need right now whether like I'm judging that as good or bad or whatever I'm gonna do it and like drop that judgment because it's just what I need that make sense yeah i mean if you really i've gone down this kind of exploration when you're like exploring what you're really in control of it's nothing <laughs> it's not a lot uh, but it is I mean? like i said like you have enough control to like sh- continue to show up for yourself you know, but I think where the letting go needs to happen is um, what what takes place once you show up. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, maybe another word also is becoming aware. You know, like for me, uh, the more I become aware of my, uh, and for some reason I've, I've uh, become more self-aware than I ever have been. Mm. It's kind of bizarre, actually. When you start paying attention to yourself more, and not in a way where I'm like, I'm the best. I mean, like you're you're observing yourself, mm-hmm. and not in a, you know, uh, judgmental. Yeah, it's like when you do it in an objective way. You learn a lot about, you know, what you're holding on to or what, you know. A lot of times I'll think to myself, like, why do I feel this way about this person? Or why do I feel this way about the situation? You know, like, what is, what about it is making me feel this way? And, like, you, and then you, uh, you kind of just, I think there's this uh, way to like just let yourself feel the feelings and then I like to just like pay attention to like what kind of thoughts come up when I'm feeling those feelings so if you're feeling sad like I'm sorry if I'm ever feeling sad I'll like really go deeply into that feeling you know really letting myself feel it without any kind of resistance you know, because a lot of times the resistance is, you know, what we struggle with. I mean, you were just talking about that. Like, when you let go, you surrender, you know, maybe it, maybe the the depression feels a little less heavy. You know, maybe, maybe the, you know, your day feels a little less shitty, you know? I think, in my experience, it's that... In the immediate, it feels like a hell of a lot shittier, you know, to like invite that to like sort of like flood in and take over. But yeah, it's tough. But then as you 
sit with it and let that like disappointment go I think then over time it starts to feel lighter yeah I mean I always think of the song this was like when I was little I remember my mom's either talking about this song or just say it like singing it when I really wanted something and she'd be like, you can't always get what you want. <laughs> and, you know, I think that song is really profound. It's like, and then, but when you try sometimes, you just might find you get what you need. You get what you need. But I guess maybe we're talking about not trying. Well, <laughs> is it not trying? I don't know that it's not trying. I think it's not controlling. It's showing up the best that you can. So I think you're trying, but you're not. Um, you're not only trying because you expect that trying will lead to a certain outcome. I was just about to say, doesn't not trying become? A task as well, you know. That's so, why I think you just have to meet yourself where you're at. Right. Sometimes you're going to be in the energy where, like, it doesn't even need to feel like trying. It just feels like you're following your joy. Yeah. You know, so you never have to really try. You just have to be. And when I, I think. Oh, when you, shit. When you do, when you do that, that, th that, then was, the things that are meant to be are going to be. You don't have to try. You just have to be. The things that are meant to be will be. That was powerful. Wow. You I needed am, to say that to yourself. I am the magic. You needed to say that to yourself. <laughs> well, I think that's a good place to end it. Yeah, um, I agree. Maybe next time I can expound more on my life. and. Uh, I think next time we're just going to show up sure, just like this. Well, thank you for sharing uh, what you've been going through. Thanks for listening, buddy. I hope that was uh, cathartic for you. Mm. Is, that the, is that a good word to use? Yeah, you did great. I mean, you often correct me, uh, my my vocabulary. Do I do that? <laughs> you look so high. I am. <laughs> <laughs> the way you're looking at me right now is <laughs> hilarious. So All what right. do we? So what's what's uh, what's up in the? You want to promote anything? No. What's up after this podcast? You going to bed? Maybe soon, yeah. Maybe have another cupcake first. Oh, shit. Cupcake number two. I haven't even had one. Well, there's four of them. That's right. I got cupcakes that look like flowers. Yeah, I'm excited. Just for you, buddy. A bouquet of treats. <laughs> okay. All Bye. right. We'll talk to you next time, buddies. Bye. Lurver. Lurver.